0: You're in the studio with Charles Pritchard, Kelly O'Keefe, and uh, Marco Francis, and we're discussing the topic of confession. Um, We were talking about forgiveness and how important it is to forgive others, and it is in the sacrament of confession that we are forgiven by our loving Jesus and our almighty Father God, uh, a sacrament that he instituted for us um, 2,000 years ago. Um, So, Kelly, uh, in in your experience in, in the prayer ministry, have there been situations where um, you're praying over somebody and then these evil spirits don't want to go and there's no healing uh, and then you've given a message to take the, the person must go to confession?
1: Charles, also we, uh, we've experienced one at uh, Nongomith, Father Wayne, Father Joseph as well now, and we've also done it at Alpha and Omega. Um, so, if, a, if a person's got unconfessed sin, we will advise that person to go to confession. Yeah. The, only, the only problem is it's better to have a priest there so they can confess it like if Father Joseph mentioned a they'll confess straight away. And as if they come and you haven't got a priest available, that spirit will, when they leave, will keep them away. So we won't pray over a person until they've gone to confession because actually the deliverance happens in the confessional. hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, we had a case where I was praying um,
0: with Elizabeth um, over somebody and this, it was the Jezebel spirit. It wouldn't leave. It was actually laughing and mocking uh, and the person had just been to confession. They'd confessed all th- all the sins, the sexual sins, but there was a whole lot that they'd left out. So we sent the person back to confession. <laughs> with and she came back ten minutes later. We prayed and yes. and the spirit yes. was delivered. So the confession. Oh. So that's the absolute a- power of it. Brilliant. Um, and uh, uh, also Jesus says in the, in his messages to Fernando de Sequeria, anyone can go to confession because he loves all his children the same. We don't have to. Um, Whatever religion or faith or denomination, he says, because confession will draw will draw the person closer to his sacred heart, um, and by God's grace, they want to convert and go through the sacrament. So you've had many cases where people are non-Catholics;
1: they come, they do the confession, they get delivered, and then they convert. Definitely, Mark, you've got that scripture just um, that one that Jesus said, a Jew, a just...
2: Yeah, where Jesus, he says, he says, I came to save all. Do not say that we are separate from one another because Jew, Greek, barbarian, Christ is all and Christ is in all. There's no, you know, the race, you know, they other just like race, all that. There's no, we all, our spirits are the same. We're all children of God. He died for all of us. he's here to save all of us. He loves all of us. There's no favorites. Um, and yeah, I mean, in
0: my experience as well, like ignorant participation in a sin. The evil still bonds you to that, am I right? So like you, you, you innocently go and eat something that's been consecrated to evil, you're going to get attacked. Um, so just the lesson there that I've learned personally is just confess the sin even though it's not your f- it wasn't your fault, am I right? Yes,
2: that's no, 100%. There is a scripture as well in the Old Testament. I'm not 100% uh, sure uh, which, which verse it is, but it says you will be punished for that which, that which you know and even that which you don't know. And then there's another parable in the New Testament that says the servant that knew what he was supposed to do but when uh, the the master comes and finds him sleeping will be severely punished but the servant that didn't know what to do and didn't do and didn't do it will still be punished but not as severely he'll get a lot of beating in yes. eternity yes. but on earth the evil spirits don't actually
0: care Whether you did it um, ignorantly or not, they're going to come and and they're going to torment you. Am I right? So um, the bottom line is let's let's get awareness of sin. So shall we go through the Ten Commandments? Because at the end of the day, those were the first commandments God gave us, and there's actually quite a lot to that. So the first commandment, I am the Lord your God. Thou shalt have no strange gods before me. Thou shalt not make to thyself a graven thing, nor adore them, nor serve them. Mikey, any experiences on that that you've, how would you you, you sum that commandment up?
2: Well, that commandment, Charles, I'd sum up with, um, I think when when you're sinning against that commandment is, when you gravely sin against that commandment, when you break it is when you start going to Reiki, to mediums, to spiritualists. Because basically by doing that, as Father Joseph says, what you're doing is you're saying, okay, God, I believe that this sangoma can help me quicker, faster, and more effectively than you. Because I want a quick answer. Exactly. Yes, and and uh, in the in the book I'm reading through the eyes of Jesus, it does say that evil can heal, but it's false healing. Uh, so yeah, when 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 people go to and I've noticed how me and Kelly had a guy where he went to sangoma, and um, he came and he had confessed everything, but once again the specifics he didn't confess, and the spirit still had him.
0: Yeah. So um, so like, let's say you go to sangoma, he says, listen, po- put this stuff on you. This. Uh, on your body go and drink that go put that in the bath whatever it is and then go and tell your auntie that
1: xyz you've got to confess every single one of those the things
2: number, everything okay
1: and the number of times Charles, just another thing like a lot of people come to the ministry and they'll say listen i've been to st gomers witchcraft done this spiritualist tarot readers this is a last resort i need healing no you need to go and confess it by nature and kind how many times you went and then it will be easier when the prayer when, when we pray over the person to release that because it 's not through us it 's through Jesus Christ, but you have yeah. to confess it um, and I think another one of the traps in this is uh, the false gods,
0: idols um, worshiping them um, there 's uh, for example people that i don't, i don 't think many people know, but if you do yoga you 're actually giving honor to to false gods to you know to strange gods, so those yoga postures, every single one of those yoga postures represents a strange god, a Hindu god, uh, which is not in our not in our faith, so that goes against that commandment of God. Um, and then also, I mean, there's there's Reiki that you mentioned. People think that it's just like, but wherever there's a wherever there's a, um, a spiritual ritual comp- um, applied, that's 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 where the danger signs are. Um, I would say there's there's hypnotists as well. People don't realise hypnotism is another one going against this. Um, and then the fortune-telling and the, and the mediums. Um, any, like, entering diabolic contracts, have you had
1: any experience with that? In Plenty, of, yeah. Can you Un- Unbeknown example, to them, like Charles, unbeknown. How, uh, how do I get into a contract with the devil? So we just, I'll just give you one example. A lady came to us, a young girl, she went to a Christian group a Christian concert from, Gav- from a guy overseas, a well-known singer, and she went in there. Now, she bought the ticket, Father Joseph explained to us, that, that ticket's like the contract. And then she went in there and she said she actually felt something overcome her in the concert, and she went home, and this voice said to go and strangle your mother. And she actually did it when she got home. So that, that's how it is. You know, that's, I know it sounds a little bit crazy and far-fetched, but that is specific. She to con- that, yeah, and you have to confess that. You have to confess it, break that contract where it happened, go deep into it, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal, take it to confession, and then get the prayer over.
0: And am I right in saying a lot of the songs today are the Antichrist, they yeah, demonic. promote sin, uh, and therefore you can actually get uh, possessed by evil spirits through listening to satanic music. Am I right? Have you,
2: we've had experiences like that. Yes, no, 100%. It's demonic.
0: So... Um, yeah, so that's another area um, that's that's in terms of – so we, we enter tacit contracts and we're not aware of it because you're allowing the evil to come and dance with you and to play on your mind and to – and by miming those words, you you might be cursing yourself or consecrating yourself. You don't even know it. Um, graven imagery uh, of statues, false gods, idols, dragons, devils, witches, wizards, cult symbols. I mean, you've – I'm sure you've come across that a lot of times, going to people's houses
2: yeah, I mean, like Charles, I mean, for instance, with, with when me, you and Elizabeth and Kelly went to, when we were in Cape Town doing the seminar for Alpha and Omega, and we went to that gentleman's house, and uh, it just happened to be that it was the Lord's will that we pray over his, his domestic work, and she was um, completely unaware of the fact that she was wearing sat- uh, satanic Satanic earrings, symbols, yeah, uh, those upside down symbols, crucifixes, yeah. Yeah. don't even know it. And just by having that on your body, you're saying, come Satan, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah.
0: And even having books in your home that, are, um, that have got weird philosophies that are actually um, anti Christ yeah. and they go against
1: scriptures, it's going to bring demonic infestation in your home as well. Yes, yes. Charles, we had, sorry, we had a young lady that had been going to Saint Gomez And uh, a European lady And I'm just saying that because it's normally in the African culture But it would be amazing how many Europeans actually go and visit Gomez. He'd given a bottle of Muti to keep And she kept it above her, her, her cupboard And it still had authority in her life We must have prayed over for about four times And she wasn't healing Until she revealed it to us Mark and I went with her We got it, took it out, burnt it And now the healing's taken quicker, quicker. So that in her room, on her cupboard, it will bind her Yes, and even if somebody gives you a gift, if someone's done curse on that
0: gift uh, or done some ritual on it, that's going to hold you in bondage. Uh, we had a situation where we were praying over someone in our foundation home, and this evil spirit just kept making a manifesting. And then eventually we said, uh, you got it from the, from the school, the evil spirit. And then she realized that she was given a dress from somebody, but someone had done a ritual on it. As soon as we burnt the, that dress, the, the, the evil spirit left. So, so that's this whole um, this witchcraft is quite, quite hectic. Uh, and then, what about uh, when children play games like this? Charlie, Charlie, Glassy Glassy, Uja boards. remember it's been around for many, many years. There's people get heavily uh, suppressed them.
1: Um, and and, and more, normally it's like a party game. People party when having it a few, you know, with a few drinks. so They don't really think it's because that, that little serious. dial moves, and the yes. meantime it's an evil spirit moving But it's very, it's very, it's like very dangerous.
0: So even just. Uh, participating, just looking, watching, now you've opened the door to evil. Yeah. Okay, and it will suppress you. What about superstitious items, lucky charms, evil eyes, amulets? Also very, you know, it's an evil eye. People think it's, it's not God's eye, it's an evil eye. <laughs> <Yo, laughs> so it'll bring evil.
2: <laughs> yo, once again, we come to the thing like we were talking about with the earrings. By having that, you're putting your trust in that, not in Jesus, you, which means it's in Satan. Anything that is not of Jesus Christ is from the evil one. Because all the demons and Satan tries to do is take us off Jesus. So mm. anything that's not from Jesus, it's from, it's from the evil one. So all these amulets, evil eyes, you know, these dots and everything like that, that's, it's not of Christ.
0: And also consuming uh, foods or drinks that have been subject to ritual offerings uh, or prayers to strange gods. Often people do it to the ancestors You go to a funeral and they're doing it. You must just be careful of that. Uh, and, uh, yes, Charles, the
1: scripture tells us on what Mark was saying in 2 Corinthians 10.4. <coughs> Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So basically anything that goes against the knowledge of God, it will be a sin. That evil, eye, it's going against God, the witchcraft. Even those earrings that the young lady was wearing, unbeknown to her, she's, she's given it authority by wearing it. And uh, attending Halloween parties, you're
0: glorifying evil. You're actually going against the first commandment of God because those, they're dressing up as evil, uh, witches, warlocks, devils, and people go and they send their children there, and it actually brings a huge spiritual affliction on them.
1: And, and Halloween just being the day before or Sunday? day? I mean,
0: I had a personal experience. I used to, I was getting tormented at night, and then I'm, spirits are coming to irritate me. And I'm trying to say, I can't say Jesus. and you know, Like if you, you feel choked. I prayed about it. The Holy Spirit showed me. I'd been to two Halloween parties, and I'd read a bit of a dark book. I took that to confession, and then ever since then, I got full control. So you can just call Jesus, and they run away. So, um, okay. So let's take the second commandment. Um, Thou shalt not... Take the name of the Lord thy God in vain um, we've all heard it, even those that say they don't they don't know Jesus, why do they use his name in in, in blasphemy it's because he, the evil obviously wants to, it's the evil that's making him say jesus
2: yeah, um, yeah like for instance let's say charles let's say you're walking down the street or you're walking in your house and you bash your toe, you don't scream, "Ah, Buddha" or ah Muhammad or <laughs> Krishna. <laughs> You're going to say, what are you going to say? The name above all names. The name at which every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. Because he wants you to take, he wants you to blaspheme that name. It's him that's, like you said, it's sitting there at your mouth. He wants you to blaspheme that name.
0: And he wants you to blaspheme his Blessed Mother Mary as well. Yes. Uh, um, Sorry, not, sorry. The evil wants you to blaspheme Jesus' Blessed Mother. And so if we've done that, we need to take that to confession. Um, Have we put down the sacraments of the Catholic Church? Uh, Often evil, uh, in these satanic rituals, they actually put down these specific sacraments as well. Uh, That sort of stuff we need to also take to confession. Um, Remember to keep holy the Lord's Day. Um, I'm sure lots of us have, in the past, you miss Mass, but it's a serious sin. And um, Marky, you used to do that, eh? Yeah, <laughs> <No, laughs> used to do. It.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's also that's a very important one. It's to keep the to keep the Sabbath holy. You, I mean, it's, it's it's a necessity. You must go to mass on a Sunday. It's a grave sin. It's a mortal sin if you don't. And yep. then also um, keep the Sabbath holy in the Old Testament, in the book of Leviticus. The Lord says, Father God, He says, neither you nor your man nor your maid servant nor your ox shall labor today, for I have blessed it and made it holy. So I think also if you deliberately, you know, I think he wants us to rest on a Sunday. So, I mean, I think that's also part of the keeping the Sabbath holy is resting with your family on a Sunday and not going working for money on a Sunday.
0: (coughs) And also, I mean, uh, not keeping the Sabbath holy is if we're having the body of Christ unworthily. So, uh, and a a lot of us, I mean, I was guilty of that because we should be uh, in a a state of grace, ideally. Um, So this is what... um, and, and this is what he says, um, St. Paul says in the first letter of Corinthians eleven twenty-seven to 29. Therefore, whoever shall eat this bread or drink the chalice of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man prove himself and so let him eat of that bread and drink of the, the chalice. For he that eats and drinks unworthily eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the body of the Lord
2: yeah and then uh, a bit after that charles it carries on to say that is why so many of my people are sick and dying it carries on to say that mm. is why so many of my people are sick and dying so it is quite a serious matter I
0: think. and they're making a mockery of the body of christ and then they go and receive the body of christ less dressed uh, yes. very lustfully as well which yeah. is very inappropriate because now they're becoming agents of Satan to, to, to try and promote those Scandal. lustful thoughts, uh, putting priests under temptation, and people are focusing on the half-naked woman instead of the body of Christ. So Charles, right?
1: Definitely. So Charles, also keeping the Sabbath holy is like keeping, go, getting to Mass, making it sacred, getting there on time, putting your cell phone off, sitting in the front, not worrying that it's a big fashion show, who's there, not chewing gum, that type of thing also, you know, like what are the readings about? This I'm also to blame. I know it's difficult, but maybe read the reading the day before, just before so you understand what it's about. So really participating in the Sabbath taking making sure you receive communion on that day yes,
0: and um um <clears throat> Jesus also gave in a message he says i don't, um, he says we mustn't dress disrespectfully he doesn't want his children going in shorts and overexposed shoulders so and and that's straight from heaven as well, so we also need to receive the body of Christ uh respectfully as well uh really? genuflecting, And he's calling us to receive it in the mouth as well. Um, But that is something that the Pope needs to change. And by God's grace, he will change it. um, Because that's creeped in in the church over the years. But um, of course, we're not sinning because if people are doing it, um, it's the church. The church, it has to come from the Pope to change that. Um, Yeah, I think we'll we'll go on to the next commandment. uh, Honor thy father and mother uh, after the break you in the studio with Charles and Kelly uh, and Michael and th- that um, amazing grace to come and save a wretch like me and the Lord Jesus did come and save each one of us. We were wretches, though. Eh? Yes, praise <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay, we, and we're going to continue now on the, on the topic of the Ten Commandments that we've been going through. Um, we went through the Remember to Keep Holy the Lord's Day. Um, honor thy father and mother. So I think a lot of people... Um, we often get into squabbles and get angry with our parents. And um, have we taken all of that to confession? Um, and I, I think um, often we, f- we forget. And know you're at peace now with your parents, but in the meantime, 10 years ago, you were fighting with them. And have you actually confessed that? Um, because if you don't, you're going to be spiritually weak, and it's going to be harder to forgive next time. Mark, you want to say
2: something? Yeah, look, Charles, I had, a, I had an experience with that commandment um, I was a very, very, very disrespectful child. I, was, I had big spirits in me, spirits of disrespect, disobedience. I didn't care. And, uh, you know, I used to fight a lot with my dad, my mom. There was a lot of swearing. And then uh, a couple of months ago, I was noticing I was coming to Jesus and I was starting to love, love my parents, to love everyone. But then I just couldn't help it. But I just had this, uh, this uh, resentment towards my dad. Everything he did would irritate me. Everything he did would irritate me, and I was praying about it, praying about it. But he wasn't doing anything wrong, but everything he did would irritate me, and I was praying, and then, then it came to me, take go more specific into confession about what you did to your father. The past, yes. Uh, yes, because I couldn't understand. I just had this resentment towards him. Why? I love him. He's my father. And then I want to obey you, Jesus, but why do I have this resentment? And then I took it to confession, and I came out, and <laughs> it's like my dad was my best mate, bro. Everything was good. Everything was fine. And then Kelly was talking about reparation. I went and I made reparation after that, and our whole relationship completely changed. So completely that was one cost unconfessed yes, past
0: unconfessed. Yes, from years,
2: from years ago.
0: <clears throat> Powerful. Um, okay, the, and thou shalt not kill. Okay, now everyone thinks it's a physical killing, but there's other killings as well. you killing the spirit, you kill the body. Um, so let's just go through that. Um, so first of all, have we been complicit in killing someone? This includes being involved in or promoting euthanasia, violence, or war. So, just being aggressive and all that is all part of this commandment as well. Um, have we supported or had an abortion? So, a child is born at conception. At conception, Mother Mary's confirmed that. So, you know, you get some people that take the 24 hour pill. That's actually a murder weapon. Um, and we've had a lot of people that have come across, come to us, and uh, that they weren't aware of it. Um, and there, there were actually abortions that took place. Um, <clears throat> And then also um, artificial insemination. The church also talks against that because it also results in spontaneous abortions. So that's another um, area that we need to look at. And obviously, often there's, um, there's masturbation involved as well. So that's another sin. So you, we, we're trying to like plug um, plug it with other sins. Um, and then killed in the spirit by cursing, mocking, or using witchcraft against someone. Uh, this includes harboring malice, spite, and vengeance. So that's the one that you were talking about. Um, Killed your own body, cursing yourself. Mike gave a good example about how you curse yourself physically as well, uh, wallowing in self-pity or considering suicide, uh, and then comes the defiling of your body, like getting drunk, high on drugs, smoking poisons such as nicotine, or being gluttonous. This includes mutilating yourself or marking yourself with tattoos. Uh, Mark, you want to
2: tell us about tattoos? Uh, yeah, no, definitely, Charles. Um, <clears throat> it's definitely also it's definitely demonic because. You'll you'll talk to a lot of people and you'll find the common thing is people will say, once I've got one, it's an addiction. I can't stop. That's because Satan's sitting there and you've sinned and you've got one. And he just wants you to carry on desecrating your body. And God says in the Old Testament in Leviticus, know you not that you're a temple of the Holy Spirit. And he who destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. It's like you borrowing me your car for the day. You borrow me your car and then I, c- put I, on it. I put <laughs> different mags on. I change the color of the car and I take it back to you. It's not mine. We, everything we have is we're tilling it, which means we're looking after it. It all belongs to God. And it's, it's, desec- it's desecrating our body, piercings, tattoos. It's, it's not, yeah, not of
0: God. I, I, and I suppose it's like you do a work of art. You do a wonderful work of art. You spend hours, years doing it or whatever. And then someone goes and puts cookies on it because they say, no, no, but it's like I'm adding my own flavor to it. And I think that's how it hurts God.
2: Yeah, and a lot of it's people think that it's okay when you get tattoos of God. <coughs> But you can't because Jesus says, in through the eyes of Jesus in Ellen and Ames, he says, to protect another, sin is not okay. To protect another, sin is not okay. So you know what I mean? You can't, um, you can't get a tattoo of God because you're going against his commandment in the first place. People say, I want to get a rosary. I want to get uh, you know, a, a crucifix, a cross. Don't because you're going against his commandment.
0: Yeah, we actually received a message about that where Fernando was asking um, – Jesus, if it's okay, if they did it like a tattoo of a rosary, he says, no, he doesn't approve of it. It's in the Old Testament. Um, And a lot of people say, no, but uh, Jesus didn't say anything in the New Testament. Well, if Jesus didn't say anything in the New Testament, the Old Testament applies. There's still the Ten Commandments. Okay, um, so thou shalt not commit adultery. I think that's a that's a big one, uh, Kelly. Do you want to maybe expand a little bit on committing adultery? Charlie, I'm not, so
1: th- <laughs> not saying <laughs> you do, because you're not. The lesson, Charlie, even in that, like committing adultery, I, I was I was in a relationship for many years. There's that cohabitation, you know. And I remember Father Thomas said to me, "You, you." Um, I was celibate in the last two years of that relationship. And he said, you're causing people to slander. And I still remember arguing with him and saying, Father, but I know and God knows that I'm celibate. Only I realized afterwards, but people are talking about it. So, like, it goes deep. It's like committing adultery in your marriage, fornication before you married. But then other things, you know what I mean, that using contraception, cohabitation, multiple partners just you know if, you did, but if people go think it's alright just to you know no one knows this was a good night ah, it's not going to it's very very it's a very that adultery is killer it destroys marriages and then we've, we can go deeper into it and we all know about those the sexual spirits that come in with it that incubus succubus Jezebel, Asmodeus, they're just there to destroy marriages. And as, like we've mentioned before, the marriage bed must not be undefiled. Romans thirteen four, 4, it's thirteen four. Mark, Hebrews 14, so, sorry, Hebrews fourteen four. It must not be defiled. So that marriage bed, you know, like some guys have mentioned as well, that they would masturbate in their, in their marriage bed. It's a sin. So we've got to take that to confession because then that yes. spirit's got authority and it, can, it, it, will, it will enforce it in the marriage. So this is bringing the, you know, sometimes we bring the evil spirit of lust
0: into our marriage. You know, it just becomes debauchery, like you're thinking of other people while you're doing it, whatever. You know, um, uh, instead of purity of sexual contact, contact uh, people they bring contraception, oral sex, masturbation, anal sex, sexual stimulants, adulterous thoughts, and fantasy lust. Sorry, I'm being very specific because a lot of people get trapped in that.
1: And, and pornography in the marriage also killer.
0: Pornography, killer, killer, yeah.
1: Um, and then also
0: people that go to strip clubs, um, uh, that's, a bi- that's a big one. Uh, And look, and and, and, you know, one of my sins was I ended up going to I went to a strip club many years ago, um, and then the Holy Spirit showed me. But hang on, what about the people you took with as well? Yes, you've confessed that. So it's often the surrounding sins we need to uh, we need to also confess. And then what was it? What happened in the strip club? We've got to be specific. Um, Then then obviously this also brings in all the other sexual uh, um, deformed behavior, which. uh, you can all find on the website as well, um, and then the, the the other one is dressing immodestly, which we've touched on as well. Because what does that do? That attracts lustful eyes. Um, on uh, you know, so we're causing a man. Jesus said, as Michael, as you explained, he says, if you if you just look at a woman with lust, you're committing adultery. So then, why are the women dressing like that, and men as well? You know, we're just becoming agents to promote lust. Am I right? Yeah, no, I adultery. We're promoting adultery.
2: Yeah, like I think what you're talking about there, Charles, is the, the very serious sin of scandal. Um, I mean, Jesus utters a curse over over, over people, that scandal in, in the Bible, in, in the book of Matthew. He says, whichever one of you caused these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a milestone strung around his neck and be thrown into the depths of the ocean. So scandal is a very serious sin. Like you said, if you're giving cigarettes to people, if you're buying cigarettes for people, if you're taking people to strip clubs, you're yeah. scandalizing. You're causing them to sin.
0: Yes. And and let, and God is merciful. We must never forget that. Yes, we 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 feel terrible about our past sins, and yep. that was another thing that Jesus actually came uh, in a message. In my um, it was about four years ago. The ladies were praying over me, and I was feeling so bad about the past. And Jesus came. He says, "No, uh, till Charles his sins are forgiven, they're forgiven." So, like we we, we mustn't hold on to it. We mustn't. Once you've taken it to confession, it's, it's gone. It's finished. Gone. It's me. off the black hook, <coughs> as Jesus said. Uh, in one of the messages, when we die, we want that black book to be cleared, so that and just the book of good deeds, so that we can go straight to heaven. And if we take our unconfessed sins into eternity, all those dark deeds are going to be there for all eternity for people to see, and we're going to have to purify through confession. Yeah. So let's ta- through purgatory. So let's take it to confession. Thou shalt not steal. Uh, I think that sometimes we we we're stealing, but we don't think we're stealing. Uh, any examples you, you can give us on, on the theft one, Kelly?
1: Uh, Charles, listen, so when I, I had a an nightclub, and it was particularly a black nightclub, um, it was like that Shabeen type tavern Which is Which are very demonic And then <clears throat> So the business wasn't doing well So I thought to myself Now i I think I'm kind of an Operator I started buying Stolen stuff And it just opens up A door Like a Spiritually a, a Demonic Like you just invite The evil in That it comes with it's, it's very very demonic So that is You know what I mean But then also Nature and kind You know what I mean You've got to be specific Richard Pistanis, Charles we've all heard His testimony He said when he When he saw that vision When he was at the gates of hell He saw all the sins that he weren't unconfessed but the ones that had confessed did not they like appeared in an image and he still remembered he said oh there's some cokes he forgot about those that he, he bought he said he
0: was actually put in the scene y- of yes, sin yes, he was like put we in do the in our dreams sometimes. Yes, so
1: that unconfessed yeah. sin it will bind him and, but anything that he confessed wasn't there in that image he wasn't put in so he sort of you know, c- came through to him yes and I think like also just cutting corners of being lazy at work now
0: you're stealing because you're getting paid a salary to do this work and we're doing a half job so, um, you know, exploiting people is another one. We, we, we can afford to pay a decent salary, but we don't. Uh, um, and then damaging or polluting public pro- property, including the environment. We're stealing from, you know, we, we're destroying the environment. So it's a form of theft as well. Disinheriting, that's a big one, disinheriting people. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's lots of messages about that. People, what they do for money, someone dies, and then they disinherit their own family. Uh, overcharging for services, paying unfair wages, evading tax—that's a big one as well. I think a lot of people don't realise. What did Jesus say? Give unto Caesar what is due to Caesar. What is due to Caesar? Okay, eighth commandment: Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbour. Uh, gossip. is Gossip—that a big one. So Each. we get spirits of gossips when when, when we uh, we rebuke those. Uh, have we falsely accused, defamed, misrepresented, or gossiped about someone? Or been dishonest in any way Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife Have you desired, looked lustfully at Imagined yourself with a marriage person Or compared your spouse to others I think that's a, that's a lot of one People don't count their blessings And they're always looking for better Or But these are serious sins It's one of the Ten Commandments um, And then before we, we, we have the final wrap up we go into to uh, just the tenth one Thou shalt not covet anything that that is thy neighbor's So that's envy and jealousy that's a big one as well, uh, which often leads to the sins of arrogance, vanity, seeking power and status, trying to put yourself above others or having self-pity and not counting your blessings. Um, Mark?
2: Yeah, no, 100 percent, Charles. Like, I mean, sin is very like, it's very serious uh, when we look at it. But uh, we must also know, like you said, God is very merciful. In 1 John 1, chapter 8, he says, if we think we haven't de- uh, sinned, we deceive ourselves. But if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to cleanse us of all unrighteousness and to forgive us. And then St. Paul says, or, and I think it's in the first letter of St. John, he says, Men, do not sin. But if you do, know that we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. And he will always forgive us if we go and confess to him. But you know. Yes, and, and,
0: and I think also like people, we, what what did Jesus promise us? He says, if you love me, obey my commandments. And then I'll make my home in you. And then I'll, And what is his home? It's the Holy Spirit. Okay? And this is what has been promised to every single human being, which we often forget. Uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, long-suffering, gentleness, faithfulness, modesty, self-restraint, chastity. Chastity is another one. So we are actually made to be like that. And what does the evil do? He comes away and chisels at the Holy Spirit in us and brings the demonic spirit and, and and we we go to confession to to reinstate the Holy Spirit in in us. Am I right, Kelly?
1: Charles, just just to confirm on that one thing. Like I had my deliverance, and this was three years ago. And I remember you sharing that scripture in, in the book of John. But I've been celibate from masturbation and sex for three years. But it's not on my, it's not on my own accord. It's through the Spirit of God. The Spirit of this, the Spirit will produce. Chastity, so it's not, and, and like for me, I, I was a lust for guy, and I've discussed it. It was, it was a problem. So, but now I can, I can, I can publicly say it because you know what I mean. It's just something that's happened. It's through the Holy Spirit. Yes, it comes time when you, when you get, uh, you know what I mean. You, you, come under a spiritual sexual attack. You pray about it, but that's, that's definitely from the Spirit. It's, it's like the truth. It's, it's, all, and as you said, it's to all of us. The Holy Spirit is endowed to every one of us. Yes, and I remember that there was a time I used to use foul language.
0: Just, I think it's funny, you know, like just in conversation and that. I remember my wife pointing, saying, no, no, you mustn't. And I thought, no, man, it's funny. Uh, And then after going through this journey of of confession, because the Lord convicted me in mass about how I was hurting him, uh, after a while I just noticed I stopped swearing. It It just disappeared, the bad language yourself as well. I'm, yeah. Yes,
1: I'm also. That yeah. just happened to me.
0: Yeah, and and then all of a I sudden... I didn't even have
1: to f- try and make a conscious effort to stop swearing. It just stopped. It just stopped. And another thing for me, Charles, lies. Well, you grew up with me. I used to lie. It was on the tip of my lips. I, I, before I even thought, you know, the Bible instructs it from the binders of a heart shall flow from my mouth. I didn't even have to think and I'd lie. I'd lie. That's spiritual. And but then, it's all under...
0: And make a joke of it. Yes. Ach, now nah, you can't believe keli, keli, ach, yeah, or whatever. You know, yeah. he says he's... Uh, so the, the evil likes to make make fun and And mockery to make it sound cool of sin sort of it camouflages it yeah yeah um yeah so i mean look i think that's that's the gist of it i think we've covered confession um i think let's we'll we'll read a we'll read a message from jesus about confession and then we'll do uh we'll wrap it up after that are we are we going to have a song or we're going to wrap it up you decide You're with charles pritchard and kelly o'keefe and Michael Francis in the studio on the topic of confession uh, and how it brings the healing. We're going to read a message now from Jesus Christ where he summarizes the importance of confession in our lives. Confession brings healing in my children's lives. It is a beautiful medicine to heal their brokenness, their hurts, pains, sorrows, illnesses from the body, soul and spirit. My children sin constantly through the mouth, the tongue, thoughts, through the acts of their daily lives. There is so much sin in my children's daily lives. Oh, many times my children say that they have forgiven their brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, families, loved ones, but from their hearts they haven't forgiven, only from their mouths. When my children bring their sins to confession, repentance and reconciliation with a contrite heart, oh, what a beautiful book of heaven. All is being cleared in that black book. Oh, my children must bring all their anger, unforgiveness, resentments and bitterness to a true reconciliation in confession. My dear children, they must clear their consciences, their souls while on this earth. Because in eternity, if that book is not blank, oh, what a sorry suffering they will have in eternity. Prayers, rosaries, holy masses for them one day in eternity is their only hope. But most of them, they don't have anyone to pray for them. They must clear all here on earth while there is time to do it. Time is very precious to be wasted. Be prepared at all times because death is like a thief that comes without advising you. It takes you by surprise. Listen to this, my call. Don't take this message for granted. I am your Jesus Christ of Nazareth, your Savior who endured excruciating pains for you, for your salvation. Receive my love, my peace being given to you. This is the only true peace of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Michael, do you want to wrap up? And Kelly? And then we'll close off with a prayer.
2: Yeah, no, look, Charles, uh, I think you basically, I think you said it all, bro. Um, Go to Jesus. He'll forgive you. And he's the only way, the truth, and the life. Those aren't my words. Those are his words.
1: Amen. Charlie, just to wrap up here, I'm going to just read what St. Bernard of Clevox said. He said, when God forgives a sinner who humbly confesses his sin, the devil loses his dominion over the heart he has taken. So confession is very powerful. Challenge the people to get a confession on a weekly, monthly basis.
0: Yes, and even daily if you haven't been for a long time. Um, And that also just shows, um, he explains there how the the evil completely loses its authority, which is very powerful. Um, Yeah, so I think we will close off with a prayer, uh, and we'll hand it over to the station. Thank you, Radio Veritas. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord Jesus, we just ask you to be with us um, wherever we are, in our cars, in our homes, with our loved ones, to bless us. To lead us, dear Holy Spirit, um, to help us understand where our unconfessed sins are, so that we can make amends with our Lord Jesus in confession, and that we can come to a full healing, and that we can be with him uh, in Holy Mass in a state of worthiness, so that he can truly come and abide in us. We thank you, Jesus, for your ongoing sacrifice for each one of us every second of the day in all the holy masses around the world for shedding your body and blood for us. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We glorify your name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the 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 Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit.
2: Spirit. Amen. Amen.